Zach. What? Been listening to a book on Audible. Hashtag not sponsored. Hashtag maybe sponsored someday in their lives. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, it's a long hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I was I've been listening to Game of Thrones. Oh yeah. Finished, uh, another one of the books, and then I decided to start the the It book from Stephen King. Mm-hmm. Because I'm taking a break from those. Mm-hmm. And wow, that book is harsh right off the bat. It. Yeah. Ooh. A lot of derogatoriness towards uh, homosexuals within, like, the first four chapters. Ugh, gross. Yeah. I was, like, not prepared for that one. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. We're not here to talk about it. No. What are we here to talk about? What are we even here for? What is this? I don't know. Why are, Why do we even exist is the question. You ever wonder why we're I'm here? I'm depressed. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you, Kyle. As of last night at, like, 2.30 in the morning, I was pretty depressed, too. That's how late you were up researching this? Holy yeah. Shit. It took a long time to, like, condense this into notes. Damn. <laughs> to make it, like, readable and not boring. Well, this is word spew, where, word, where we spew words into your ear holes and you absorb it. I doubt you absorb it. Maybe. I don't know. But uh, we're here to talk about what Zach was researching until 2.30 in the morning. And what Kingdom I Hearts! The rest of it! <laughs> what I did a little bit of research on. This is part two of the Kingdom Hearts fucking podcast. Kingdom Hearts is depression. It's not. Oh right. my god. Not hey, before good. we go into it, you know, some a bit of breaking Kingdom Hearts news. Yeah, we got some new trailers. We got two new trailers for Kingdom Hearts. Three. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yes, we got we got to see uh, Monsters Inc. World, which we didn't know was coming before, right? There was rumors. I literally read rumors, like, I think a day before the trailer oh, yeah. came out that they were saying Monsters Inc. might be one of the worlds, and I was like, that'd be cool. And, and then it, it happened. And it looks pretty cool. Uh, then we've got... Uh, another look at Toy Story. Another look at Toy Story. I gotta say, one thing I really love about these trailers we've been getting... Mm-hmm. Is that the Disney characters have personality to them? Yeah. Whereas, like, I mean, obviously the old games are all PS2 era stuff, so I mean, there's like so much they could do to emote and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But one thing that got me so good during that Toy Story one was when they're on the bed, ready to pounce on the toy Heartless, and then yep. they see Sora and them walking by, and then Buzz says, hold on, and his wings pop out. I oh, thought that yeah. was the fucking coolest way <laughs> to, like, have that character and use every part of that character oh, to like yeah. express something. It was so good. If the, if that game is half of that, mm-hmm. I'll be happy. <laughs> like you think that you get the original voice actors from like Toy Story and Monsters Inc. Hmm. Hmm. That's a good question. Do I think them? they're gonna get Tim Allen and Tom Hanks to reprise their roles? I honestly don't know. They could maybe get Tom Hanks. I don't know if Tim Allen will. No, you don't think so? I think, I don't know. I, I hope they do. I really hope they do. You're like, he's not really doing much else right now. Yeah, but I don't know. I feel like he's like, hey, Tim, you want to come up? I mean, I don't know. He, he voices Buzz in a lot of things. And he's, he's come back again to do, like, one of their spinoff things, isn't it? Yeah, he's done some spinoff ones. I mean, I, I would be extremely happy if they did. Yeah. There's enough Tom Hanks sound-alikes I'm where sure I Disney probably... can be like, <laughs> you signed some sort of contract yeah. here. <laughs> you have to come back because you're not dead. I think there's enough <laughs> Tom Hanks sound-alikes that, like... I, they could get away with someone sounding like Woody and be okay with it, but I don't mm. think they could do that with Buzz. I think there's yeah. a very specific voice for him. Um, as, and as far as uh, what for Monsters Inc. Uh, 
John Goodman, John Goodman and um, fuck, what's Mike Wazowski's fucking voice actor? I'm drawing a blank. Fuck, I'm not looking it up. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know if they'd come back. I think they could get John Goodman back. I hope they would get John they Goodman got him, back. They got, I mean, they got them back to do the uh, the prequel sequel. Well, there was a movie, though. That was an actual True. movie. I mean, I could definitely see John Goodman hopping in the booth. Like, he pretty much will do anything. Yeah. Because he's just, you know, seems like having he's a fun. Really cool guy. Yeah, he seems like a chill dude. Um, I mean, they're doing the Roseanne reunion. Oh, are they? Yeah, so, I mean, he's, he's, he's in that. Damn. Um, so, I mean, why not? Uh, and then what, we got Tangled. Uh, we already knew Tangled was in there, kind of, but we never really so saw just, any... Uh, like a concept art. Yeah, well, we saw him running around the world. Oh, that was yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, but, um, We didn't see, like, the characters. No, and we, we saw... We saw uh, Tangled herself. Um, yeah. <laughs> she was riding around a tree on her hair, kicking stuff, and then her boyfriend was on a barrel yeah. doing stuff. So, I mean, you know, they're there <laughs> helping, I guess. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, they're probably support characters. Side character that you can have in your group. Yeah, and then obviously they Olympus Coliseum's in there. Um, yeah. Hercules. Uh, the what was it? Twilight Town's going to be in the game, I believe. Oh, fuck, no, not not. Thought they said Traverse Town, but maybe not. Um, Yen Sid's world, the mysterious tower world's going to be in there. Um, I wonder if you'll be able to freely go there or not, though, or if it'll just be like at certain points in the story. You know what would. So you know how people are like, oh, what worlds do you think we're going to get? Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, we're going to get Star Wars and Disney. You know what would be better? I mean, not Disney, and Marvel. It would be better than Marvel? Incredibles. Incredibles would be really cool. That would be bad. That would be the... Just throw and make a bunch of Pixar worlds. We're it good. might as well be, dude. It's all... Other than right now fucking Hercules, every world in there is a CGI movie. True. Yeah. Most likely gonna get a Frozen. World. Oh, Big Hero Six! I forgot that's the superhero Big world Hero we're getting. Be dope. They got Marvel. Big Hero Six is Marvel. Be happy. Yeah. Th- that's it. That's it. They're not that- confirmed. I'm saying it on the podcast right now. Confirmed. <laughs> there is no Iron Man world. Get over it, everybody. It's not happening. They have the Marvel game in there. It's Big Hero Six. I can get behind Big Hero Six being. It is. It's already. They already confirmed it. Did they? Oh. Yeah. They had the uh, they have um. We haven't seen anything. Though. We haven't seen any okay. of it, but they it was on the um when they they twenty three of America or whatever. It was either last year's D twenty three or was the orchestra right before it? Cause remember how they had the Kingdom Hearts orchestra coming through? Yeah, they had a trailer like the day before, and um it was either there was a card there was like a like a card there or it was at D twenty three where they had like yeah it was a. Uh, Baymax and Hero, like, riding through. And they confirmed it then. So we do have that. Which, that's gonna be such a dope world. Because, what was it? San Fran, Tokyo, or whatever? Mm-hmm. San Fran, Okio? Yeah, Fran- San Fran, Tokyo. Tokyo, Cisco. San um, Francisco and Tokyo. That's just such a cool world in itself, and it's gonna be so cool to play in a video game. Oh, yeah. It's gonna be dope. Yeah. All the transformations the Keyblade can do now. Yeah. The yo-yo, the claw so arms. I that's gonna replace the action commands. At certain times, you just build up a certain amount of combos and allows you to access that. Probably. Because that's kind of how it is in that uh, Birth by Sleep fragment passage mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. But yeah. I was only playing a little bit of today. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kyle, are you excited for Kingdom Hearts 3? Sure. Are you more excited that they continued the coming in 2018? Sure. They didn't change the date yet. Not yet. There's still time. Rumors are quarter three. Yeah, we're gonna get it. Well, I mean, rumors were they're just gonna release this game, even if it's completely fucking broken and unfinished. So, 
But I give, I'll give it this. It looked pretty damn polished so mm-hmm. far from what we saw. Yeah, well, I mean, using the Unreal Engine 4 really helps speed the process up, too. So there's that. And they already have the technical demo, which is what you brought up earlier, Fragmentary Passage. Yes. Which has some glitches, and that's as far as, like, registering when you're jumping. Like, I think it's, like, it's something that has to do with how close you are to the edge where it won't let you jump, which, honestly, all Kingdom Hearts games have had that fucking problem. Yeah. I think because they want you to try not to abuse it to make a jump that you're not supposed to make yet. And, like, stuff. that extra little bit can absolutely make or break you making a jump. Yep. It really does. And it can... I suppose you could use some jumps to just surpass, like, entire events in the game that they don't mean for you to do. Especially (laughs) now with the way, like, the... There's, like, no loading screens, really, and everything's one big world. Hmm. It's gonna be cool. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm real excited. I just don't want my heart to be broken. Hmm. It'll just turn into a keyblade. Your heart guide the way. Fair enough. Let your heart guide the way. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) As but, Goofy uh, would say. <laughs> All right, that's so many characters in uh, one of the other parts of this game. Uh, one of the other ones we'll say too. Yeah, Unchained. Um, it's also like the back main cover. Slogan. Back cover. Yeah. yeah. So okay, so let's break it down, Kyle. Break it down, Kyle. Yeah. What are we gonna be? We're gonna be talking about how many fucking things today? I'm talking about Birth by Sleep. Yeah. Recoded. Yeah. Dream Drop Distance. Yeah. You're talking about back cover. Yep. Which, honestly, is just as long as the three things because I just fucking listed. That cover has, like, a thousand missions in it. It's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, it's Kingdom Hearts X is what it's really called. I think it's still called Kingdom Hearts Chi or Key. I believe that's it's what like it's called. It's like an X symbol. I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a character. It's a letter. Uh, is it like an alpha, beta letter? I think thing? so, yeah. Okay. I, th- I think it is actually, like, pronounced Key. It would be, like, Kingdom Hearts Key and Kingdom yeah. Hearts Key back cover. So that's key super box chest thing. Sure. Because that's what the chest is called. Oh, okay. That that X symbol. Okay. Lower, like below. Because that, X, that X symbol shows up in Birth by Sleep. Because uh, they try to create the key blade, which is that X symbol, da- like a dash blade. I wonder if you need that one to open. You need it to apparently get to Kingdom Hearts, so... But I'll get into that in my lengthy uh, explanation of Birth by yeah, Sleep. Yeah, so which, which one do we start with, then? Um, I guess... In terms of story. I mean, we left off, we talked about Kingdom Hearts 2 is where we stopped. We, we, yeah, we talked about so Kingdom Hearts... if you Hearts... haven't listened to part one, go do that Yeah, now. go listen to part one first, because we talked about... And I'm going to be honest with you, I'm pretty sure this is going to be a lot better as far as, like, flow goes, because Kyle and I are very prepared. But it's going to be way more convoluted. Yeah, it's going to be way more confusing, but we got you. I also found this really interesting graphic that uh, explains in 15 easy steps mm-hmm. uh, Sora and all of the boys in his body. Okay. Yes, so, boys. Boys. In his body. Plural. And it's uh, not a homosexual thing. <laughs> well, it could be. Um, eh, I saw this funny thing. A lot of art was going out once those trailers dropped. One of them was so from, like, the, uh, from Monsters, Inc., there's this part where, like, uh, Sully is holding like what he thinks is like a dead boo or something like that. Yeah. And like Mike's like was asking goes, How many children you got in there? And fucking uh people do an art of like Mike looking at Sora and going, How many children do you got in there? <laughs> That's funny. Mike was key. Also I'm pretty sure that wherever Sora pops up in Mon- Monsters Inc. takes place during the first movie, not after. 
because it doesn't scaring. seem like okay. yeah because it uh oh, because they're like not scared like, they're still scaring yeah and most people are scared of the monster of the kids, of the kid. exactly yeah the world so that makes sense can we also talk about how fucking good the goofy and donald and sora monster forms are they're really good i really like the design. goofy looks like a fucking spore character yeah he does <laughs> Goofy's, like, the main obsession right now of, like, a lot of the forms and stuff like that. Yeah, it's like when the edibles kick in. <laughs> it's just Goofy's he's got, fucking... He's got two different colored eyes that are two different sizes. And they're fucking and... bumping out of his... He's like, it's on top of his head. I'm not joking when I say he looks like a spore character. Yeah. It looks like a fucking blob you put more blobs on. And then Donald's got the one eye, mm. and Sora's a fucking furry. Yes. But we already knew Sora was a furry from Kingdom Hearts 2 when he was a lion. <laughs> summons are cool too yeah the summons are looking really cool the aerial summon that was really cool aerial from little mermaid not like from the sky yeah. um <laughs> i'm still i still don't know how i feel about the rides i still don't know how i feel about the rides i don't understand them really because I, I thought those were going to take over character summons that's what i thought those were going to be now yeah. i think those are combos i think yeah everything that they're doing is just building on each other now and they're just like let's just Put this in there as an extra thing. I can't wait until uh, one of the rides is just the full Pirates of the Caribbean ride. <laughs> the only thing I'm really worried about is, like, it looks like there's on-the-rail shooter parts in it, and, like, in the actual gameplay. That's really Yeah, crazy. like, when the, he's fighting the Rock Titan and he's in the roller coaster. That, and he's, like, going around, like, when the... When they were in Monsters, Inc. on the uh, thing with the doors... And you have to jump down and up. Yeah, and I mean, shoot I shoot things I, as you're driving. I mean, definitely that would definitely I agree be classified as rail shooter. But I mean, like they had stuff like that in Dream Drop Distance too. Okay, where like you you were in like a, a like sub basement in Traverse Town, or no, not Traverse Town, um, in Disney Town, mm-hmm. and uh, oh no, is it Disney Town? It's one of the towns. Okay, uh, you're in the sewers, and like there's a big like factory thing and you have to like glide all around it and stuff like that so i mean it's like a mode of transportation basically okay it's either in dream drop or it's in no it's in dream drop um but yeah it's cool i'm fine with it i think that adds a cool little extra element in there that's not really gonna bother me too much um but yeah and plus i mean that's a really cool like place in monsters inc is the fucking doors Mm-hmm. And, like, how, like, all that, like, fucking shit that's in there. It's fucking crazy. I love it. Sounds good. All right. So, are we going to continue on from what happens after Kingdom Hearts 2? Oh, God, Kingdom if we're Hearts continuing. 3? Okay. Oh, no, Which Kyle, be... I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do, Kyle. Kyle, I don't know what to do. Because. Because <laughs> that would be recoded, right? It would be recoded. But. I think I had to do Birth by Sleep first. But then if you're going to do Birth by Sleep first, then I should do... You should do Back Cover first. Back do Back Cover, cover. Kyle, you start with the most convoluted one, and the people are still listening, then you know what? They're the true listeners. If you're still Brendan, us, Brendan, I'm talking to you. We're 15 minutes in, and we haven't even actually gotten to the conversation. Get before. fucking ready for a long one, everybody. So uh, get ready for Kingdom Hearts Key Back Cover. That's oh, what God. apparently it's called. I'm going to... Kyle, I'm just going to take a nap. You got this. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I'm not even going to talk about the story for probably a good 20 minutes. <laughs> Oh my god. I'm going to cover the characters first. So, it starts with the Master of Masters. Uh, He is this mysterious dude in a black coat, almost like the same coats that the Organization 13 wears. You don't know what he looks like. Dark figure. He's got... He's a very 
weird character because he can be very bubbly at times. But then yeah, he's like, he's like, time. yo, what's up, boys? He'll switch to a super serious mode, and like, he's got like all these weird emotions about him. Anyway, he trained six disciples, um, which I will get to all their names in a moment because I'm just gonna keep talking about the master for now. He has the ability of foresight, so he can see into the future, because one of the guys has a key that has his eyeball in it, and he has the ability to create things. So he created these things called um, uh, Charithes, or Charithes, however they're pronounced. He's basically like these little fuzzy dudes that uh, help you in the game that uh, was Kingdom Hearts Key, which is a mobile game for like Android and iPhones that I played a little bit of, but I couldn't really get into it. I don't know about you. Um, I played a little, little bit. Yeah. I, I really couldn't get into it either. I was getting really aggravated with the tutorial. I know. I, I got out of the tutorial, and I was think I was in the Cinderella world, not the Cinderella, the Snow, the Snow White world. I was in there, and then I made it out of that, mm-hmm. and then I think I made it to like Cinderella or Sleeping Beauty or something, and I was like, I'm out. I, I can't do this. Yeah, it's too much, and I wasn't paying attention to the story anyways. It's so like, so why weird. why was I bothering? Yeah, but um, he basically he wrote this book, and it was like it called the um book of. Uh, written down here somewhere. Uh, Book of Prophecies, there we go. And essentially it tells all the things that will happen up to the Keyblade Wars, where the end of the light, end of light and the world is supposed to happen. So, he one day just randomly up and disappears. And he basically gave all his disciples goals that they needed to do and abide by. And the first one that I'm going to talk about is uh, Lucian. It's spelled L-U-X-U, so it's not Luxon. It is, uh, it is Lucian. It's Lushu, sorry. And uh, he is the sixth disciple. He's given a very special role outside of all the others. Where he's given a keyblade forged from his heart, and he's bestowed the eye of the Master of Masters on the keyblade, and he has to bring this keyblade through time, observe from like a far distance everything, so the Master can see everything unfold and make sure everything happens the way it's supposed to. Mm-hmm. And he's also supposed to pass this keyblade on to other people so that they, the master, can see into the future forever. Mm-hmm. The other thing that he was given was the key super, which is a chest that has un- some unspeakable thing in it, because when the master gives him the chest, tells him it's never to be opened ever, and he tells uh, Lushu what's in the chest in secret. We don't actually get to hear what he said about it. And what he says that someday you'll see what it is that's inside it. Um, so, also, they are all the seven deadly sins. So, uh, the Master Masters, they don't actually say who he is, but I'm pretty sure he's Pride. Yep. Because it's the only one that's missing from this list. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lushu is Lust, which is weird. Because he's also a character you don't see. He's literally just another guy in a black cloak. And, yeah, so that'll probably do it for Lushu. Ira is the next guy, and he's kind of one of the most important. He's he's dressed as, like, a unicorn dude, mm-hmm. and he is, like, the leader of what this group's called the Foretellers, which is the other five disciples. Mm-hmm. And following the events, he follows all the events from the book to not upset time. He doesn't want to create a paradox or anything like that. Um, but at the same time, he wants to try and prevent the end of the world, which his master tells him is impossible. He's one of the owners of the copies of the Book of Prophecies, like all the other uh, guys, and there's a page missing from his book, 
So he assumes that whoever has the page is the traitor amongst them, which is the whole plot of like the entire thing. Yeah, it's fucking convoluted as shit. So dumb. They they think there's a traitor amongst them, so they're all building up their own armies to take on the traitor or something like that. Apparently, mm-hmm. and in the process. Essentially, they end up making everything in the book come true. Um, yeah, he's trying to basically prevent the Keyblade War and Keyblade War and stop Light from dying and the world ending. Because that's what's going to happen. Their whole world's going to end. This takes place in a world called Fairy Fairy Tale, which weird. Yeah, and basically all the worlds are one world. Yeah, instead of being multiple worlds like mm-hmm. they are in all the Kingdom Hearts games, and. It just adds another layer of confusion. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's uh he's also he's a leader of like uh, I forget what the fucking name of the union was for it, but they all have their own unions, they all have their own special names for it. And basically his name his he's Wrath. Which whatever. So now I'll go on to his right hand man, which is Ased. He's the uh Ursa Union, he's the bear. Mm-hmm. He's like this big brooding tough tough acting guy he wanted to be leader he was mad because his master told him he couldn't be leader he was being a little whiny bitch he's suspected to be the traitor but he actually isn't the traitor <clears throat> as far as i can tell from the story none of them are the traitor yeah which i guess it's just like it was supposed to lead into i think the master just made that up to make it lead into the keyblade war yeah so but uh yeah, so he's supposed to be the he's like the right hand man and if the guy era, the leader of them all, was ever to come into question on his leadership, um said supposed to step up and become like the new leader and take over his And basically that's about it for him. Really not that interesting of a character overall. Kinda like he's an interesting design. Mm. His attitude's interesting, but overall just in terms of character he's kinda boring. And he's he's supposed to be sloth, apparently, according to what his name means in Latin. Let me get to the next page <laughs> of my stuff. So next up, I'm going to talk about is Invi. And she's the leader of the Anguis Union. Essentially, she is the snake of the group. Or that's what her like thing is. She's like a blue snake or something like that is her mask. Because they all have to wear animals. It's a big old furry convention for some reason. I think this whole game is just underlined as a furry convention. Yeah, basically. But anyway, uh, (laughs) her role is just to observe everybody. She's supposed to stay neutral between everything and just observe from a distance the whole thing that's unfolding in front of her and Mm -hmm. not be a part of anything. And that's about it for her. Like, her affair, she's just not supposed to be a part of the fairs. She wears this mask. She represents envy. And she's very, like, a kind, cool-hearted person or whatever. Blooded person, I mean. So, there's not too much to really say about her. She's not really even in most of, like, the Kingdom Hearts E back cover. Mm-hmm. Like, I know, she just literally just stands in the back and stays quiet for the most part. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, so, the one guy who has, like, the entire book, his name is Gula. He's the leader of the Leopardos... Uh, union, which is the leopard. He wears a white snow leopard's uh, mask. His job is to find the traitor by having the page that tells them there's a traitor amongst them. Yeah. Because everybody else doesn't get to know that 
but he knows that and his goal is to find the traitor but also only trust himself and not trust anyone else yep which is so fucking weird yep um at one point he is like assumed to be the traitor too i believe and he gets attacked almost dies mm-hmm. and then uh one of the other girls ava or ava however you're supposed to pronounce her name she saves him whatever he's supposed to be gluttony about it all i can say about him too um one of the most important characters, actually, though, is the next one, which is a- which is Abba, and she's leader of the Vulpus Union. She is a uh, fox mask wearer. She starts a group called the Dandelions, which I will get into in a minute, because mm-hmm. that it's a whole other thing. What's going to lead into Zach's stuff? Soon. Into birth by sleep, apparently. Yes, I didn't know any of this. Any of the stuff that's coming up. Yeah. So. Her her whole role is to get these people called that group called the Dandelions. Dandelions are people that are going to essentially be in the New World after the Keyblade War. And her goal, her job is to not get into any conflicts that happen. She's to stay out of everything except for the Keyblade War. Uh, as she gets these people and tells them of their role and what they're going to do. Uh, she's given five names that she has to find and recruit for the Dandelions. And there's ends up being like ten of them or something like that. Four of which don't have a name. Uh, one of them dies and like two others are recruited by other Dandelions. One of them's actually the player, I guess. Because mm-hmm. I didn't play the game far enough to actually know. But yeah. So that one's really confusing. Um, the five, there's like the list of the people that are in there is um, Ephemir, mm-hmm. which uh, is one of the bigger ones, I guess, from the game. There's another one. There's a girl called Scald. Ventus is one of the names. Uh, another one's called Brain and Strelitzia, and then there's Loranian and Moog. Which Moog, you don't find anything about him. Mm-hmm. He just like disappears from the whole thing. Um. And she's supposed to be like she represents greed for their group. So that's 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 the six disciples and the master. Awesome. And now go on to what is the dandelions really? The dandelions, like I was saying, they're five chosen by the by the Lady Ava. Um they actually know that they're supposed to the world's supposed to end. They're like the only five other people that know mm-hmm. the world's ending. Um but the thing is, is they're not supposed to be a part of the fight. They have to go to another realm where they essentially wait till the fight's over and go to the graveyard where everybody just died, and then they decide who gets to be the leader of them, and the rest of them have to have their memories erased, and one of them gets to take a book of prophecy and remember everything that happened in the old world. We don't know who the leader is, we only know three people that made it to the graveyard. And one of them gets killed by another one of the group members. So, Relizia, who is apparently going to become the leader of them all, was killed the night before the war happened. Her book of rules that Ava was giving to all of them was taken, and whoever killed her is now supposed to be the new leader apparently. Mm-hmm. They don't mention who the new leader is, 
There's only three people that you see standing there. Um, I don't know if I wrote it down here. If I wrote it down, oh, it's yeah. So the three people that show up, it's a uh, Luvarium, Ventus, and Brain. Although other parts of the story have said that Scold and um, the other one, uh, Ephemer, also made it with the player, and the player gets his memories erased. Because the player apparently was found in the Keyblade War on the field, dying, and they saved him. <laughs> Which is so good. Zack looks like he's about to tear his face apart. He's like, this is not going well. <laughs> he's like, why? Why is this a thing? Oh my god, so convoluted! <laughs> I still have to talk about that. Fuck! Me! <laughs> There's so much information here. It literally, like, explains everything. <laughs> oh, my God. I, like, dissociated for a second. I didn't know who I was. <laughs> Nothing does Ventus, but we'll get into Oh, my God. All right, continue. All right, so I'm going to talk about Ephemir. I'm going to talk about Skald. And that's that's going to be it, actually. All right. I'm almost done. I'm excited. I'm almost done. And then we can take a break. All right. Because <laughs> we're already a half hour in. Jesus Christ. <laughs> we still have three and a half games to talk about. Uh, maybe we'll talk about one more game, then take a break. Yeah. All I right. think I can get through Birth by decently fast. Okay. Cool. So Ephemir was the first chosen by Ava. He was, the, he was one of the guys that was told all about everything that was going to happen. He's just some random-ass Keyblade wielder who's been trying to figure out, because he feels like something's wrong. He's been questioning the rulings of the Master and all this stuff. So she chose him as the first person to go to the Keyblade graveyard after the Keyblade Wars when those happen. <sighs> where he would be... Where he would find out that he has to decide who the leader is and his memories will be erased. However, apparently he becomes one of the leaders. They decide there's multiple leaders. Mm -hmm. They just decide, fuck it. Everybody's a leader or something like that, I guess. From what, it sound from what I was reading. I'm in. And they all kept their memories except for the, the player. All right. It just kind of fades away. And there's nothing. All right. <laughs> but uh, they also had like some other union that they started called like the Key Union like Regress or something like that. I don't understand what that was, but Ab something after their union fell apart. Absolutely. Apparently. It made absolutely no sense, so I kind of just skimmed over that one. Sorry. Mm -hmm. If anybody uh, knows better on that one, leave it in the comments below and explain it to me. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so he's just some dude decides that, yeah, I guess I'll, uh, I'll become a thing called Dandelion, and uh, I will be there. But his friend, Skald, who's a part of another one of the Union groups, she also ends up becoming chosen as a dandelion. I don't know when she was chosen. She's just some Keyblade wielder that was chilling around for a few years, and apparently she just got chosen. She deemed herself leader before everything, which they weren't supposed to do. Like, ah. None of them are supposed to say they're leader or before this events happen. They're mm -hmm. all supposed to pretend they don't know what's going on until it happens. Because nobody else needs to know. Yeah, They don't want to fuck time up or whatever. But she's just like, eh, whatever, I don't care, I'm telling you, I'm telling whoever I want. <clears throat> she tells the player, she tells Ephemir, Ephemir's like, oh, cool, well, I'm part of the Dandelions too, but we weren't supposed to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> Idiot. Yeah. 
So she gets to keep her memories apparently after the Keyblade War. People just disappear though because we haven't heard or anything about them. But I feel like this game was made after all their Kingdom Hearts games. So it's like, oh, why did we do this? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, We're backing mm -hmm, ourselves in a fucking mm -hmm, corner. Mm -hmm. So if we see people called Skull and Ephemere and Kingdom Hearts 3. I don't think we will. <laughs> I hope not because we don't need another layer of bullshit added. Uh, but I just assume that they're just supposed to be people that are lost in terms of, like... Because the seven that they need for now, what, for what's going to be in Kingdom Hearts 3, that's everybody that we already know about, right? Sora, yep. Riku, Kyrie, Lee, Aqua, Ventus, Mickey. Okay, so that's seven, right? That's seven. So they, they say, when they when they talk, they don't specifically say that they have seven. They say they have a possible seven. Yeah. Meaning that any one of those could be swapped out for if they ever Somebody get Terra else. back. But yeah. I think they have the seven, so they don't have to worry that Terra will be, like, icing on the cake. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, so hopefully none of those guys show up then. Yeah. <laughs> and they're all just forgotten, except for Ventus. Which is important. As far as Birth by Sleep goes, when we get into that... The only Keyblade wielders they know of are the ones in that game. Cool. Because, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to talk about Ventus because there really wasn't much about Ventus on before that. He kind of was just a name that was there, and apparently he was seen standing there after the Keyblade War. Mm hmm. But he, like, I don't know if he forgot his memories about it or what. Uh, I don't know if you've ever played a Kingdom Hearts game before, Kyle. Yeah. Um, but the whole fucking thing is that you forget your memories. What, what is what is this Kingdom Hearts? I heard it's for babies. But yeah. <laughs> so that was all the characters and a very kind of glossed over explanation because I never played the game. So fucking long. And it's a mobile game. And it is a mobile game, which mobile games don't really hold my attention very well. So, yeah. That's uh, Kingdom Hearts key backstory. If you have 2.8, you can watch it. Be just as confused. Can you? Oh, well, you can watch backstory. You're right. I'm, I'm thinking the mobile game. You can probably find backstory online. Yeah. Somewhere. Alright. Or back cover. Sorry, not backstory. Whew! Yeah. All right. So now we're going to move on to stuff that Zach has played. Yes. Things that have been played. <laughs> All right. Birth by Sleep. Okay. Some fun facts about it before we get into it. Came out eight years ago, 2010. Wow. January. Um, little, little fun fact between the two I'm about to talk about. So Birth by Sleep and Recoded. Yeah. So Recoded was actually just coded. And it was a mobile yeah, game. It was just called Coded, and it was a mobile game back when flip phones were. At the and point. it came out in episodes. Yeah. It came out from June to December mm -hmm. of 2009. They delayed the last episode until the end of January after Birth by Sleep came out because they didn't want it to ruin the ending of Birth by Sleep. Ah. Fun fact: I didn't know that until last night. Man, Recoded is just a whole. Yep. Uh, super shit show. Um, so then we need to reserve another half hour for that. Later. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, it was made in the same engine as Crisis Core was, Final Fantasy. Okay. So that's cool. Yeah, because it was for the PSP. Yep. Which 
I didn't like the PSP that much, so... No, no, I mean, I liked it just because it was a cool handheld, and there wasn't a lot of DS games that I wanted to play. Yeah. I like, mean, PSP had more, like, the edgier games, like Prince of Persia. Yeah, it and had these... some good games on it and stuff, but... I don't know, well, first off, I had the first-generation PSP, and the battery was fucking garbage. I yeah, I, I had the, all times I had the Darth Vader PSP. That one was cool. But, um... I remember you lent me Breath by Sleep, and I played I a little bit of it, yeah. but... I just, I couldn't get past, like, first off, the, the fucking, like, 20-minute load screens. Yeah, I get that, but, yeah. But, yeah, it was made on the same engine as that. Um, so, they actually started development of Birth by Sleep in 2005. Oh, wow. It was gonna essentially be Kingdom Hearts 2. <clears throat> and it was gonna have Sora as the pro tag, but then they ended up pushing it back, made it the fifth game to come out, mm-hmm. and they added a co-op and competitive multiplayer. And we were supposed to get a Birth by Sleep 2... We were, no, yeah, we got, fi- J- Japan got Final Mix, okay. which added, like, a extra story at the end, yep. which I don't know if we actually got that version in the, the final Final Mix, yeah, I don't know if we did or not, uh, mm. I didn't see that research, but yeah, so this is just some fun facts. So now we're gonna get, uh, in the meat of this bitch, <laughs> so. Oh boy, buckle up, buttercup. The story starts off with friends. Terra, Aqua, and Ventus in the land of departure, where they're training to become key blade warrior masters. Uh, and they're training under their master, Ericus, voiced by Mark Hamill. What is a keyblade master? What the fuck? <laughs> a keyblade master is someone who's real good at keyblade. <laughs> he can key he she can keyblade. <laughs> because I can tell you this right now, there's no fucking consistency to the exam. Because in the fucking Birth by Sleep Mark of Mastery exam, they had to fight balls of light, and then they had to fight each other. And that was it. And And then in Dream Drop Distance, it was something completely different. I'll get to that. (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll give it this, though. Dream Drop Distance's, like, mission to become a Keyblade Master actually felt like a mission to become a Keyblade Master. Yeah. What what Aqua and uh, Terra were doing was stupid. It was like training. But, uh, so Terra and Aqua... Jedi. Yeah, exactly. Terra and Aqua undertake their Mark of Mastery exam to become, uh, Keyblade Masters. Uh, apparently Terra has too much darkness in him, so only Aqua passes and she becomes a master. Terra can eat shit. Um, <laughs> ba-ba-ba, Ericus's old friend, uh, Xehanort is also witness to the exam and is, um, clearly plotting something evil, uh, because he's evil as fuck looking. Yeah. He's like an old evil gremlin voiced by Leonard Nimoy. And he's like extremely dark face. Like, yeah, he's got like dark in his face and whatnot. Yeah, he's yellow eyes. Like he's hunched over. He has a, he's bald with a silver beard. He literally looks so fucking evil. Like you think your, their evil radar would go off. And I like, literally, hey, literally. Maybe not talk to this guy. Exactly. That's my thing. Like he's just there. His dark apprentice is there who's clad in all like evil looking armor. Yeah. Like, with a full, like, fish globe mask on. Like, none of this is throwing off any red flags. (laughs) I vaguely remember that. So, uh, basically, after Terra gets his shit pushed in, uh, he ditches and decides to explore other worlds. Mm -hmm. Um, Ven goes after him, and then... Was a big no-no back then, too? They did, um... Ericus didn't want them going to other worlds yet. He said they weren't ready. Okay. Um, I know that's, like, a big no-no in Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. Technically. And, uh, so, but he dips, then Ven dips to chase after him, and then Ericus tells Aqua to get their, get them back. Okay. So she dips after them. 
Um, so you play as all three characters. Uh, you experience the same story, but from different points of view. Uh-huh. Um, you go to the worlds you go to in this game. You go to Disney Town, which is basically just like the like Disney characters, like the like the Minnie, the Pete, like those guys. You get like the Pete backstory oh. on like how he kind of like ended up being evil and stuff like that. Uh, you go to Cinderella, Cinderella's world. That's the Castle of Dreams, which is in two point eight. Yep. Um, Snow White, uh, Dwarf Woodlands, where you actually just got there in two point eight. Okay. Yep. Basically, two point eight is the Dead Worlds. Yeah. That hap that basically uh happened by birth by sleep. Okay. Uh, well, some of them do. Uh, Sleeping Beauty's world, the Enchanted Dominion. So these are the worlds that were started to already. Di- these are some of the worlds that already disappeared. That were that were there. They were there ten years ago, but not for the most part, not anymore. Okay. Uh, so you go to Sleeping Beauty's world, which is the Enchanted Dominion. You also get Maleficent's backstory there on how she got involved with everything. Okay. Um, Peter Pan, Neverland, Hercules, Olympus you can Coliseum. Just yes. <laughs> <laughs> Olympus Coliseum, where you get to meet Zack from Final Fantasy, which is cool because it's developed on the same engine that Crisis Core was. So there's kind of some overlap there. Um, you go to Lilo and Stitch World in Deep Space, where you like you basically you were. It's before Stitch crash lands on Earth. Okay. So like you're in that spaceship where he's getting held cat held prisoner. Interesting. I actually never saw Lilo and Stitch. Oh, Lilo is good. I like them a lot. Uh, there's Winnie the Pooh World real quick too. Um, yeah, they put like the Winnie and the Pooh. Yeah, and then you've got uh Kingdom Hearts World. You got Destiny Islands, Radiant Garden, Keyblade Graveyard, uh, and the Land of Departure. Okay. So, Radiant Garden slash Hollow Bastion before it becomes that. Mm-hmm. Keyblade Graveyard's technically new to the Kingdom Hearts franchise at that point, because yeah. back cover key hasn't come out yet, and uh, you kind of go there in Final Mix for <clears throat> two, but you don't really know it's the Keyblade Graveyard. You kind of just show up there. Yeah, it's at the end of, it's at the end of Final Mix. It too, yeah. It's just it, you go to the um, you go to Disney, the Disney World. You go into the castle, the the castle where like you'd go to the uh, black and white world. Yeah. There's a like door, light like a door, light, uh, a door of light that shows up. You go through it, and then you end up there. And there's like nothing right. There. There's nothing there except the lingering will, which um, we'll get to the lingering, the lingering will. will. Yes, he's okay, at the Keyblade okay. graveyard. Because I haven't played to yep. Final Mix yet, so. And then Land of Departures, another new world to Birth by Sleep. Um, throughout their journey, our heroes meet a new enemy called the Unversed, which is basically just the Heartless Substitute. Um, and you fight them in each world. Uh, they also run into Apprentice Mickey Mouse, who is also trying to beat the Unversed. He's not a Keyblade Master yet either. He's still getting yeah, into oh, it. Yeah, I forgot to mention that Mickey shows up too. Of course he does. That he just kind of appears one day and then just disappears again. So whatever. Very it good. Wasn't much importance. <laughs> I just saw it in my research. <laughs> uh, Tara had realized Xehanort's up to no good, and the real reason why he's been out uh, is to try to save the seven princesses of heart, uh, which are the ones from Kingdom Hearts 1 that we yeah. met. So Aurora, Jasmine, Snow White, Cinderella, blah, blah, blah. Aurora? That's uh, Sleeping Beauty. Oh, uh, okay. Kyrie. But yeah, those guys. Terra ends up meeting up with Aqua and tells her that she, uh, she should help uh, the princesses uh, keep the lights in their heart from corrupting so Xehanort can't fuck with them. Um... Then finds out that Xehanort is also using him to create something called the Key Blade, which is that X symbol key dash blade. 
um, that's going to unlock Kingdom Hearts. Uh, Xehanort tells Ven that uh, Ericus also knew about this all along, that he was this key. Ventus had, had no memory of, like, after a certain point. So he kind of just remembers showing up at Ericus's place. Okay. And turns off that uh, Xehanort dropped him there and had Ericus look after him. Uh, it turns out that at one point, he doesn't get all of his memories back still, but he finds out that... Uh, Ventus finds out that he was Xehanort's apprentice for a while. Okay. Um, God. Now we... So we don't know what happened to Ventus in between the end of... Of... Back cover. Back cover and Birth by and Sleep. Birth by Sleep. God damn it. Uh, bu- bu- bu. <laughs> so Ven goes back to Ericus to get some answers out of him. Ericus says, fuck it, dude. Sorry, man. You gotta die now. Yeah. I can't have Xehanort have the Keyblade. You gotta go. Bye. And then Terra shows up. He sees Ericus trying to kill Ven. Mm-hmm. So he grabs Ven Gets him to safety, fights Ericus. Um, then Xehanort shows up and fucking kills Ericus. Mm-hmm. Right in front of Terra. I think. I can't remember that part exactly. Okay. But I'm pretty sure he did. <clears throat> uh, Ericus, get it, Ericus. Yep. Oh my god. Oh, also, right before all this happened, Terra, Aqua, and Ven. Um, individually meet the Kingdom Hearts 1 kids. Terra meets Riku. Um, he sees potential in Riku and sees that they're kind of like uh, paths intertwine. Yeah. So he makes the Keyblade promise or something like that to Riku, yeah. and that gives Riku the ability to wield the Keyblade later on. Okay. Um, then meets Riku. I mean, not Riku. Uh, meets Sora. They kind of have like a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in Radiant Garden, Aqua meets Kyrie. And makes, like, a promise of light with her or something. That happens. It's pretty much all their fault that the Kingdom Hearts 1 kids get wrapped up in all this shit. Yeah. Well, they were kind of, like, looking for it anyway. So, um... That was basically the seed that planted into Riku's mind that there was other worlds. Yes, that is also that. Okay, yeah, they they totally fucked them. Yep, they did. It's Terra's fault. Good job. Uh, so, um, when Terra got Ven to safety, Ven ends up back on Destiny Islands. He meets up with his creepy stalker, Vanitas. Yep. Um, Which is, like, his darkness. It's his evil half. Manifested into, yeah. So when he basically throws the exposition sandwich at uh, Ven, he says, Listen, bitch, you and I, you and me, we were one person before. When we were, we were training with Xehanort. You were too much of a bitch, though. Yeah, Xehanort he says... He wouldn't use the dark... He use his darkness. Yeah, he wouldn't use his darkness. He said he was too weak. So he basically discarded you, mm-hmm. got me, uh, but unfortunately we need to be combined to make the Keyblade. Uh, so you're going to be mine. And But he's like, but I'm going to be in control, though. Okay. So that's basically that. And... um. Also, all the unversed come from Vanitas. Okay. Yeah. So once they beat Vanitas, all the unversed go away. So that's why they never show up again. Okay. <laughs> um. Ba-ba-bum. 
harp. Keyblade. Yep. Uh, then everyone meets at the Keyblade Graveyard, um, where the last Keyblade War from Back Cover was fought. A uh, bunch of shit goes down. Um, you've got so you've got Aqua Terra and Ventus fighting Vanitas and Xehanort. Xehanort freezes Ventus's body, okay. drops him off a cliff. Um, Aqua gets knocked out by Ventus. I'm uh, no by Vanitas. Okay. And Terra sees all this goes down, uh, going down. He unlocks his darkness in his own body to try to power up. Xehanort sees this, says, "There's my chance, bitch." Unlocks his own heart, a la Sora in Kingdom Hearts One. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Xehanort takes over Terra's body. Yeah. Um, Terra's armor retains his will because yeah. all these guys. They or have like the coolest cool power. Armor. They have fucking dope armor they get to wear. Yeah. Um, so Terra's armor forms back up into, like, a body and fights his own self. He fights Terranort. Um, Ventus thaws himself out, sees that Vanitas is about to kill Aqua. He stops that from happening. They fuse, create the Keyblade, um, Mickey and Aqua are fighting the combined Ventus, mm-hmm. and inside of that, Ven is fighting Vanitas. Okay. Ven conquers Vanitas. However, this basically breaks his heart. Yep. So his heart flutters off, combines with Sora's heart. Yeah. Because they had met before. His body was going to die or whatever. His heart was going to die. Yeah. His body's now just a body. Yeah. Um, but yeah, his heart is uh, with Sora. Uh, because he was connected with Sora, Vanitas apparently looked like Sora. With black hair and yellow eyes. Yeah. Um, so Aqua and Mickey take Ventus's body and dips. Um, when the Keyblade is destroyed, it blasts Terranort away. Okay. So the only the only being left in the Keyblade graveyard is a lingering will, where it just puts its Keyblade like uh, into the ground and just kind of kneels in front of it and just sleeps. Okay. So that's the last sea of lingering will until Kingdom Hearts two. So you said Lucius is apparently also there. Well, I mean, as far as the this <laughs> game goes, as far as this game yeah. goes, that's what you know. Um. So then you've got. <sighs> Aqua and Mickey go back to Yen Sid. They talk about some shit. They said you got to keep Ventus's body safe while his heart heals. Mm-hmm. Aqua takes Ven back to the land of departure. The since Eric was dead, the land's being succumbed to darkness. Um, she sees his keyblade, Eric's keyblade, on the ground. Yeah. She puts Ventus's body in the room of awakening, where it's just gonna sleep basically. Yeah. Um, and then she locks the world, and the world changes from the land of departure into Castle Oblivion. Which, the Room Awakening is the thing with the glass pane. No, it's actually apparently just a white room with a chair. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought that was the... Which would make sense, in a way. Yes. But whatever. Because that's basically where all the games start, and it awakens... Keyblade wielding ability and one arm. Or maybe the room of waking or something like that, not awakening. Yeah, but, but whatever. Yeah, but no, it's just a white room with a chair that he's in. 
Um, but yeah, so she locks the world. It becomes Castle Oblivion, which Elkhorn is the safest. And tells him he's... Uh, uh, but um, <laughs> it's Castle Oblivion's the safest place to have him because it's the castle where you enter it, and the more you try to remember, the more you forget. And the more you forget, the more you remember. So if someone's going into the castle to f- specifically find Ventus, they will forget that's what they are doing. Okay, which is where Chain of Memories... Where Chain of Memories place. takes place. So they were actually but so close to Ventus's body. Him. So it didn't even matter that they were losing their memories over there. Well, they weren't, they weren't losing their memories because of that. They were losing their memories because of other shit. But nonetheless. Uh, Kingdom Hearts, why you be convoluted? Kingdom Hearts, why you so convoluted? All right. Uh, what we got here? Okay, so afterwards, um, Aqua goes back to Radiant Garden, mm-hmm. where she meets Terranort's body, where he's been fucking hit so hard by the exploding Keyblade that he's forgotten most of his memory. Okay. They fight, because he's still got some inclination of, like, fight in him. Okay. So they fight. Uh, Aqua wins. He Terranort literally starts sinking into darkness. Mm-hmm. Like, not figuratively. Like, darkness opens up. He's sinking into it, goes okay. through it. She jumps after him. Uh, she, they can't both get out of the darkness. So Aqua uses her Keyblade, uh, turns it into, like, the glider form. Because yeah. in this game, you can, like, morph the Keyblade and stuff into cool things. Yeah. Which they show a bunch in Kingdom Hearts 3. Um, she uses her armor and glider to boost him out of the darkness. And then she sinks into it. Yeah. So the game ends with Aqua being trapped in the realm of darkness. Yes. Um, Ansem the Wise, the real one, mm-hmm. from Kingdom Hearts 2, uh, finds Terranort's body, takes him in as an apprentice. Yeah. Uh, throughout this game, you've also been meeting the other members of Organization 13, but before they became Organization members, they were just regular humans. Yeah, yeah. Um... So you've been seeing them. They all work for Ansem one way or another. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and it kind of sets up for what happens in the future, which is um, the Zigbar guy, the sharpshooter, who's a guard in this, uh, was already in cahoots with Xehanort, old Xehanort. Yes. He sees Terranort and is like, hey, bud, it's me, remember? It's me. He lifts up his eye patch. He's a yellow eye. Mm-hmm. Um and then the whole experiment with all the heartless stuff and all that shit goes down, blah, blah, blah. That's all other games they've talked about it in. Mm-hmm. Um, Terranort, Radio Grinding, Jardinus, Terranite, Mage and Apprentice. That's what's funny, all those Ansem reports. Yeah, it's all stuff in the Ansem reports. But yeah, that's uh, pretty much Birth by Sleep. You've got Ventus in a coma. His yep. heart is with Sora. Yep. You've got Aqua in the Realm of Darkness. And then you've got Terranort living it up in Radiant Garden, mm-hmm. about to betray Ansem the Wise, splitting into Nobody in a Heartless, yes. creating all the other Nobodies, creating Organization 13. Now, if you've played Kingdom Hearts 1 or 2, when you see Roxas, that's actually the body of Ventus, but with, like, the mind of Sora-ish type thing. <laughs> what? <laughs> And so in Kingdom Hearts 2, when you see Roxas, you're seeing Sora's nobody who looks like Ventus. Yes. That's it. 
that's it because he's got a fragment of because he's he's just got it. that yeah if if he didn't if Sora did not have Ventus's heart in him Sora's nobody just wouldn't look like Sora yes which Sora at this point now has Ventus himself and Roxas inside of him basically yes Ugh. so weird and I guess you could say Zeon or Xion mm-hmm. from 358 yeah well, and had had Kyrie in his heart at one point too. Yeah, wasn't wasn't Zion, like created literally just created. Yeah, I guess she was created, but his memories were also flowing into her because for whatever reason she was attached to Roxas too. I don't know. Yeah, Very and that's weird. why she looked like Kyrie. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so basically, Soros has got a bunch of little kids running around his heart. I guess. Probably some sort of a nobody version of Riku for that other part where in the new trailers. What? Probably some bullshit like nobody that we don't know about. Yet. So I just I just read something really funny about that scene. Okay. Where he puts the keyblade in the in the sand, is that it's literally just Riku being a drama queen. <laughs> I don't have one, so. No, it's him saying it's it's him basically putting the keyblade in there as a reminder to his older his like old self. Oh, uh, okay. Being like the scared child who was like succumbing to the darkness mm-hmm. and having this just be like a sign that like they can get past it. Yeah. Because his sword, his keyblade's literally called the Road to Dawn. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, pe- people are just saying that it, it's more of a him being a drama queen about his past life, his other him, his weaker self. Cool. <laughs> They're like, yeah, people are gonna be fucking talking about this for the next like eight months, trying to fucking figure out dumbass fan theories, and it's literally just him being a fucking emo drama queen. Yeah, <laughs> turning his poetry into real life. Well, we'll find out. I yeah, we'll find out. Either in the game or probably in some sort of fucking DLC. Mm-hmm. Well, Kyle, let's take a break. Yes. And a nap. <laughs> yeah, let's uh, just sleep. Yeah, let's. Yeah, let's. Birth. I don't want a birth. I want a death by sleep. Hey there, everybody. This is Kyle. I'm just going to interrupt the right. podcast for a moment here and uh, just want to plug something. Over the next few months, we will be using a survey to get to know you guys, the listeners, you delightfully insanes, a little bit better. Um, the surveys that you can take, uh, you only have to take one of them. One of them is a normal survey where it takes like five minutes, and the other one's like probably like two or three. Anyway, um, to find those surveys, uh, all you have to do is go to soundcloud.com forward slash K2Z films. Or if you're on YouTube, you can go right down to the description down below and it should be in there for you guys as well. Anyway, um, please enjoy the rest of this podcast. Welcome back. If your brain hasn't exploded by now, buckle up. Get ready for part two of part two. We're about to get all uh, Mars attacks. We're about to get recoded. We are about to get recoded. Fucking kill me, this game sucks. Recoded is the worst, most confusing. You thought fucking Bat Cover was confusing? No! No, they remade it on the DS. Oh, they remade it on the DS. Yeah, it was it was a movie in the in Final Mix two yeah, yeah. or in Final Mix one. It's a or two, one of them, whatever yeah, one it's on. Yeah. But it, it is just a movie. But it's the game sucks. Okay. <laughs> it's I think I believe it's turn based combat and puzzles. Well, because initially it was made for cell phones. It was made for cell phones. Yeah, so they were able to make a handheld out of it. You can't but, really make an action game out of 
cell phone. I swear to God, if we look through yours, you played Recoded. I did not. I swear you have it. I swear, Kyle. No. Yes. Nope. Yes. Don't have that. You do. Because I remember you playing with blocks, and I remember the fucking yeah, it's cover. Minecraft. No, <laughs> I remember the cover because it was like Sora, Donald, and Goofy on like the three D, the the DS cover. I know it's here somewhere. I'm pretty sure I don't have that one. I'm positive. I don't remember it. Anyways, Ugh. let's <sighs> talk about it. All right. So apparently, Recoded takes place in a gap of Kingdom Hearts 2 at the end, when Riku and Sora are in the Realm of Darkness fighting Xemnas, and then after they beat Xemnas, they're stuck in the Realm of Darkness for a while. So apparently, that's when this game takes place, is when they're stuck in the Realm of Darkness. Uh, Okay, let me start. Uh, All right. So Jiminy Cricket, who has been the um he's been taking notes on their journey on like the group's journey this whole time, they've been keeping a journal. Uh he just he wants to know what's up with this uh message that's in one of his blank journals from their first journey that just says thanks nominee. Uh, thank nominee. Um We went over who nominee was in part one. We did. Alright, right here. Oh, yeah, uh, since the group doesn't remember what happened in Chain of Memories, they just have this confusing message. Um, And now, all of a sudden, there's a new message that popped up. Jiminy didn't write it. Who did? Um, This message says, We must return to free them from their torment. Pretty fucking emo metal shit there. No idea what it means. So, Mickey, Mickey Mouse, this all takes place in Disney Castle. Like the whole game? Well, or it... what's going on? So, one of, the, the top layer of the game, yep. it takes place at Disney Castle. Yeah, yeah, because they're going into the... Into the Matrix. Matrix book thing. Yes. So, Mickey says, I got a bright idea. Let's throw this fucking journal into the Matrix and create a digital Sora to fight his way through Kingdom Hearts 1 for the third or fourth time. And everybody just agrees. Yeah. So they said, hey, we're going to put this journal in this machine, and it's just going to digitize all of the blank pages into Kingdom Hearts 1. Yeah, because that makes even more sense than anything else. Yep, 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 yep. Um... So they they have Sora going through the, all the the different worlds, and it turns out that there's these virus bugs infecting the journal pages, the paper journal. There is virus bugs in it. Because uh-huh. um, you gotta squash bugs. Yep, and then it turns out that the journal is sentient, and it takes the form of Data Riku. Okay. Yep. Uh, and Maleficent and Peach show up because things aren't confusing enough already. <laughs> Real Maleficent and Pete, not not fake data them. Real them. Why they just they, show up. How and why? Because apparently there's so much power to be had in this realm of the sentient journal. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, somehow everyone... Um, and apparently somehow they were all already in the Matrix. Because, like, Heartless are somehow getting into the, the, the castle, and they shouldn't be able to. Like, the castle's warded against them. Okay. Because of that, uh, that keystone of light in the basement. Yep. Uh, but they're like, how are, how are they getting in here? It turns out at some point, Mickey and company 
somehow got digitized into the journal as well. So now we're in, like, the third layer of this game. Where they were in the castle, but now they're in the digital castle, watching digital Sora in the digital, digital journal, fighting the digital enemies. Digital world. Oh, God. Kingdom Hearts. That is fucking confusing. So, yeah, we've we've been getting Scooby-Dooed this whole time. Okay. So then, somehow, Pete corrupts Matrix Journal Riku. Okay. Sora has to fight him, a la Hollow Bastion. Riku looks like Heartless Riku, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Um, Riku from Kingdom Hearts 1? Yep. Then... They so and Sora beats. Sora is looking like Kingdom Hearts One Sora. Yes, too, right? and yes, and yes, he's Kingdom Hearts One Sora because yeah. they fucking love jerking off to little kid Sora. Not even that much older though. He's fourteen, Sora. Yeah, he's fourteen he, years old in that, and he's fifteen in Kingdom Hearts Two. Oh, All right, <laughs> I'm trying to hold on. I gotta. Ugh, I need to. My brain is just dying right now. <laughs> It's uh, it's quite complicated and complicated. Okay, okay. So after beating Data Riku, Mickey realizes that they can't finish fixing the journal until they fix Riku. So Sora has to go inside of Riku. Another layer to this matrix. So Data Sora goes into Data Riku inside the Data Book. Inside the Data World. Inside the Data. Inside the castle. Okay. Thanks yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and, but if Sora does this, he's going to unlearn all everything he's learned so far. Okay, whatever. It's Data Sora. We don't care. That literally wrote that. <laughs> I literally wrote that. I, I wrote, like, why do we even care? He's fake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just just thank Nominee. It's okay. Uh, she, she caused all this. So then inside of Datasora, there's Maleficent and Pete. Datasora and Riku... Or no, sorry. Inside Data Riku, there is Maleficent. Sora and Riku... And then there's a Data Riku inside of Data Riku. Okay. They fight is that Maleficent. Like good Riku? What? Is that a good Riku? In there? Yeah. Okay. They fight Maleficent and Pete. They beat them. And then apparently when they beat them, they end up going into digital hell. Cool. I guess. Um, and then they're like, okay, we did it. We fixed everything. We're good. Hmm. Mickey unplugs. When he does that, Sora loses all of his memories. Okay. So it's basically, they're done. It's over. Uh, yeah, the, the, the mission's over. Mickey dips. Um, Sora forgets. That's it. Uh, so when does Sora become- Fake! I'm lying! It's not over, Kyle! When does Sora become the one? No, shut up. He will. No, it's not game over. We're we're not game over. We're new game plus, Kyle. Oh, there's new game plus. There's too. fucking new game plus now. Oh yeah, yeah. But not in the terms of you go to the title screen and it's new game plus. No, Mickey has to fucking plug back in because guess what? There's another mission. Oh, cool. So they stick the thing right back in Mickey's neck and he goes right back into the Matrix uh. where he has to find Sora who doesn't know anything anymore so they could do this fucking mission, Kyle. But why? Exactly. Why? Why do they care? To the Ugh. extent about Sora that's not even a Sora. It's just a fake Sora made up for this game. Hey, he's got 100% this bitch. No. So yeah, so Mickey finds baby giraffe Sora who doesn't even know how to fucking walk. 
drags him into fucking a castle oblivion world. Why? So he can forget everything that he already You already forgot everything! <laughs> and they're met by Black Cloak Kid. Lucio? No! Master of Masters? No! Um, yeah, because apparently this black coat is the only coat that are, like exists in all of the fucking Kingdom Hearts universe. This is a different black coat from all the other black coats? Nope. Oh. Robe Kid says uh, a bunch of nonsense to Fake Sora. Fake Sora doesn't give a fuck because he doesn't understand anything, and he just attacks Black Coat Kid. Uh, I'm only imagining Sora's pupils are like grayed out. And... No, it does like the the eye. His eyes are going to either side of his head. <laughs> um, Sora's memeing real hard now. Okay, uh, and it turns out it's Dataroxus in the coat. Cool. Why? <laughs> just is. Um, he says, good fight, bra, now you can go inside. And then when he goes inside, Sora sees Namine in there. Why? Well, here's why. She says that ev- all the bugs is her fault because of her, because of her fucking with Sora's memory. She says that real Sora is the key to everything. No, duh, he's the fucking protagonist. Yep. Um, and she finishes saying... Um, that Terra, Aqua, and Ven are the ones that need help, uh, which is the message at the beginning okay. of that extra message saying that, like, go save them from their suffering. Yep, yep. Um, the birth by sleep zero point. Yep. Two. Yep. And uh, then... Passage. Fragment passage. And then that's the end of the game. Uh, Mickey then sends the message in a bottle to Sora, real Sora, mm-hmm. detailing everything that happened in Recoded. Okay. So Sora knows what his goal is now is to save those three. And that was the message in the bottle at the end of Kingdom Hearts two after the credits when you hundred percent the game? No, that was just that no, the hundred percent credits was Birth by Sleep uh secret uh movie. Oh, okay. This was just at the end of the game after I think this was this was <sighs> I'm trying to remember how it goes. So the they fucking falling through the sky. They go into the water. Fucking uh, Donald fucking mounts Sora's head. Goofy hugs him. Yep. Riku picks up Mickey. Kyrie puts out her hand, gives it to Sora. Credits start rolling. Says "Welcome home." Blah blah blah. Yeah, and then, like I think partway through the credits, um, they do that with the message, the, the message in the bottle, which the it's Kyrie doing the voiceover, I believe saying what she wrote, or was that the end of the first one? It doesn't matter. You know what I'm talking about. Yes. There's the bottle. Has Mickey's symbol on it. It's like, a message from the king! They're yes. all reading it, and he's like, oh, we gotta go! We got a new mission! Bye bye Then they fucking run down the, the stupid tree on their island. Yeah. That's recoded. Fifteen layers of nonsense. Yes. Now, after all that... Dream Drop Distance. We can move into Dream Drop Distance. There's honestly not a lot to say about Dream Drop Distance. And it all takes place right before Kingdom Hearts 3. Yes. As far as we know. Yes. Because there's no other ones that are coming out after this. One. Yes. So I mean, technically 2.8. Yeah. Two, so 2.8 actually, actually takes place during Kingdom Hearts 1. 1? Yes. Like, the events that are happening... To Aqua in that. What's happening to Aqua takes place during the end of Kingdom Hearts 1. 
Okay. Then there are cutscenes after. Cutscene. There's like, cutscene the after. Talking to Yen Sid. That's that's after Dream Drop Disc. Yes. Okay. Yes. Got it. Got it. Yep. Got it. <sighs> so this one's the one we both played. Yep. On the 3DS. Dream Drop Distance. 3Ds. I like 3DS. that one. I remember that one. It was fun. It was fun. Game came out July 31st, 2012. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been that long. Yep. That's the last time a real Kingdom Hearts game came out. Jeez. Yep. Uh, you can play as Sora and Riku. Mm-hmm. Um, the graphics are on par with PS2 graphics. Um, you have new enemies you fight. Uh, the Dream Eaters. Didn't they use the Dream Drop Distance one? Or the Dream Make? Because then they lose all the assets when they're... No, they lost all the assets of Kingdom Hearts 1. 1, and then that's right. They had to redo Kingdom Hearts 1. That's right. Okay. Yep. Uh, so there are two versions of Dream Eaters. They're spirits, which are your buddies, and nightmares that are the baddies. Yep. Yeah, that's kind of also a thing I forgot to mention. That covered the, the, the Corinthians. They are two different things. There's when people are good, they're called Corinthians. They're bad, they turn into nightmares. Cool. Yeah, so there's another thing with Nightmare in it for you. Uh, there are new mechanics uh, that dropped that dropped with the game. Yep. <laughs> so funny. Um, there's the drop system. <laughs> yes. Uh, which makes you swap characters at the drop of a hat. Yep. Where if you're playing as one character and your timer starts to run out, uh, once it runs out, you will fall asleep and then swap to the other character, mm-hmm. which sucks. Uh, it really sucks when it happens during a boss fight. Because yeah. when you go back to the other character, the boss is full health again. Mm-hmm. Um, you can use items, though, to stay as that character, but it's annoying nonetheless. You also have flow motion, uh, ability links, and the reality shift. I really like the flow motion. Yeah, flow motion stuff is the cool stuff. Uh, it shakes up the gameplay. Flow motion lets you bounce all over the area, grind on rails, and basically quicken your travel across maps and stuff. Super flashy. Yeah. Uh, then, and yeah, it lets you, yeah, do, like, flashy, like, quick step moves and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ability links let you link with your spirits to, uh, gain new powers or combos. So, like, with, uh, Riku, he fuses with the character, or he fuses with the, the thing, and then Sora, like, partners with them. Yeah. So, like, Sora has, like, a uh, Sora, well, Sora has, like, the little dumb bear dog thing yeah, that yeah. he rides, and it, like, smashes shit. Yeah. Riku uses, like, the bat, and he gains, like, claws and stuff that he can, like, slash at enemies with. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and then Reality Shift lets you take objects around the map and use them as weapons. So if there's, like, barrels around, you basically, like, turn, like, something into a slingshot, and then you, like, throw the barrel at it and whatnot. Yeah. It's whatever. Alright, now I'm going to get into the actual story. Okay, sounds good. After killing Zemnitz and Ansem uh, in the previous games, Sora and Riku have uh, let Xehanort reform now. Yeah. Because once you kill the Heartless and the Nobody, the person will reform into a person. Okay. So, he's back. Yen Sid has Sora and Riku take the Mark of Mastery exam to prepare themselves for the shit that will go down in Kingdom Hearts 3. Yes. Uh, the two are sent to worlds that were previously destroyed by the Heartless and have reformed. They're in a state of deep sleep, so Sora and Riku have to sleep as well to enter them through the realm of sleep. Um, they're tasked with waking up these worlds uh, and to get rid of the Dream Eaters plaguing them. Yes. So uh, they go to seven worlds, 
each world is sleeping because they haven't been reconnected with like the rest the of overall the universe. Yeah. Which like I was saying before during Breath by Sleep, this is actually a mission for a Keyblade master. Yeah. Not smacking some glowing orbs and fighting each other. Mm. Well, there wasn't any sleeping worlds then, so I guess I'm sure there was. But the interesting thing about this is that these worlds that were destroyed by Heartless were worlds that were destroyed during Kingdom Hearts 1. Mm-hmm. So, that's kind of cool. I like how Yen Sidge is some dude who's allowed to do these things. Yeah. yeah, he's just an ultimate sorcerer. True, true that. He is all-powerful. Yep. So, here we go. He was Mickey's master, so. Yep. Here's where we get into the fucking stupid shit. So during the test, Sora and Riku run into Ansem, Xemnas, and a young Xehanort from the past. Uh, from the past, because uh, you know shit wasn't uh, convoluted before, and throwing in time travel can't hurt, right? No. Why not? Yeah. It is distance between time. <laughs> yep. Um, the the bad guys end up capturing Sora, and bring him to the world that never was, which is the and last world in Kingdom Hearts one or yep. two. I mean. Yep. Um, um, Sora then learns that Organization 13's true goal is to serve as vessels for Xehanort's heart. Kind of like Voldemort making his... Multiple, yeah. His uh, things, yeah. Yeah, the Horcruxes. The Horcruxes, yeah. That's basically what Xehanort's doing, but he wants 12 extra versions of himself. Yes. They want Sora to be the one of the vessels, um, because Riku was originally going to be a vessel. However, Riku was able to accept his darkness, and he was able to stra- to stave off the Ansem Heartless that was inside of him. Yeah. So he's become too strong for them to take over. Cool. So they had to move over to Sora, who has none of those defenses. Yes, because he's not accepted. Psych. Sora did have a defense. It was Ventus's heart. Yep. And okay. Ventus's heart created, uh, like, summoned his armor to protect Sora. Did that create a uh, lightning bolt shaped scar over his fucking Shut head up. Too? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so they want him to be the vessel. Uh, Ven's armor activates to protect him. Riku leaves, uh, leads a rescue mission to get Sora. It has Goofy Donald, Mickey, and um, Lee slash Axel. Um, they are confronted with the new Organization 13, which is just a bunch of Xehanort offshoots. You've got Ansem, the Heartless, Xemnas, the uh, uh, Nobody. You've got Young Xehanort from the past. You've got Syax, which is the blue Organization-haired member. Yeah. Uh, you've got Marluxia, which is the one from Chain of Memories with the pink hair. Yeah. I don't know if they were officially revealed in the game at that point, but they're two of the members that were supposed to be there. Okay. And then there's old Xehanort and possibly Terranort. I don't remember what he was there. But there's like seven, eight members of the 13 that are there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They wanted um, Sora to be like number nine. Cool. Um, they regrow their numbers. Yeah. They basically, uh, a- after this big confrontation happens, the organization dips. Um, then Riku has to enter Sora. Uh, to release him from Ven's armor. Yeah, so mind you, he's already asleep. They're both asleep, and then they're going into another sleep of a person. Yep. Yeah, they just like to make sure that there's multiple layers to everything. Yep. Uh, but yeah, he releases from the armor. Uh, Riku is made Keyblade Master because fuck Sora. 
basically. Yeah, Sora's not made Keyblade Master. Uh, yeah, they really didn't specify really why he failed, did they? they he failed because that. he let the darkness get through his heart. Yeah. That's why. And they're just like, okay, well, you fail. Yeah. Fuck you. Yep. Um, I'm a Sith now. Yep. Then Sora's like, oh, well, better luck next time. Yep. Because he's an idiot. Because, um, you know, they're not doing this because, you know, the appending doom is coming, but okay. Lee is also, or Leah, however you want to pronounce his name, is also made into a Keyblade warrior. Um, at the end of the game, Ven is shown smiling in Castle Oblivion. He's not woken up yet, mm-hmm. but he's smiling. Uh, Kyrie also becomes a Keyblade master. Yep. Or not a master, a Keyblade warrior. Keyblade warrior, yep. Yep, and she begins her training while Sora goes off to do his own training. Is it assumed that now in the... 0.2, she's there, present. They're talking about waking up, getting Terra, Aqua, and Ventus. She is there during that conversation, yes. Yeah, is that assumed that she's now a Keyblade Master? Uh, no, probably not. I think Sora's only... not present for that. Sora shows up last, and he, he gets there after, after Riku everything? and Mickey leave. Okay. Um, but yeah. Right now, I believe the only Masters are Mickey and Riku. Okay. And you've got Lee being... Oh, and I guess Aqua is a master. Yes, Aqua is a master. Which is so funny, because, like, you've got Mickey and Riku, the two masters, going into the Realm of Darkness to save the other master. And it's... then you've got all the other fucking idiots just running around the world. You know, it's even funnier. Everybody that's a master has gone to the Realm of Darkness at this point. Well, that's not true, because Sora also went to the Realm of Darkness. Not a master. I'm just saying, though. Yeah. You just said everyone that's in Darkness is a master. Oh, True. Yeah. Um, but um, at the end of Kingdom Hearts three, Sora will be probably, or it won't matter. Or yeah, or yeah, it just won't matter. But yeah, so basically, we've got this is what we got to look forward to. Oh, uh, Venetus is a fucking vessel. What? Venetus is a vessel for Xehanort. Yeah. Oh, okay. That makes sense. He shows up in trailer for. Yeah. Oh, so who are those two kids in like the first trailer? That got... Oh, that's Ericus as a child and Xehanort as. Okay. Like playing chess. Gotcha. That makes more sense. They were they were at Yen Sid's place though. Maybe I don't know because it looked like Yen Sid's place. Could been. Wonder... I, I don't know. Yen Sid's been around. I wonder if they also trained under Yen Sid first. See, that's the rub. Who trained them? Mm -hmm. I mean, it had to have been remnants of the past Keyblade regime. You think uh, Yen Sid was training them? No, it had had to be um, one of the people who got the Keyblade, because Xehanort has that Keyblade. Oh, yeah. Could be that, too. Also, um, young Xehanort has one of the coolest fucking Keyblades. Yeah. It is like the Keyblade of Time. It's like silver and like neon blue. It's so fucking cool. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, young yeah, young Xehanort's basically jumping through. So he's the Osiris. Yes, he of this. Cool. Yep. Cool. Yeah, that's that's uh, Birth by Sleep, Recoded, and um, 
Beam Drop Distance, which are all pretty interconnected. Yeah. Sounds like it. And I, I need to really play Birth by Sleep. Yeah, it's good. It's it's really good. Now um, I can play it on a PS4 instead of a thing that yeah. annoyed me. <laughs> yeah. Now, I can talk about 2.8 real quick. I just don't know if you want to. That's fine. We can talk about it. All right, and basically this is what it is. Aqua's been trapped in the Realm of Darkness for 10 years. Yep. She doesn't really know, though, because she can't tell if time is passing or not. Yeah, because no time passes there. Yeah. That, she doesn't, she that doesn't part grow I know. old. She doesn't... Well, she probably gets tired, but she doesn't... Yeah. She gets out of there. She just ages 10 years. <laughs> and... <laughs> um, but yeah, so she's, like, stuck there. She finds a bunch of the world she visited in and Birth by Sleep. All like destroyed and stuff because they. How did Riku age a year? Riku didn't. Riku got out of the realm of darkness real quick. pretty quickly. Yeah. He he got out when they were in Castle Blue. Yeah. Okay. So that was pretty. That was shortly after. He used the darkness to get out, right? makes sense about how he gets out he's kind of just in the realm of darkness and then he's like oh man uh mickey's like hey you want to get out and he's like yeah i guess he's like follow my nose and then he just gets out there's like there's just been this very obvious way out and aqua doesn't then know he just about wakes it up in the... cool um then you'll be like hey aqua you've been here for 10 years you want to know something the door's right there yeah yeah so she's in there finding she she ends up fighting ghosts of her like memory Mm-hmm. Um. Then she meets Mickey. Yeah. In the realm of darkness. Okay. He's fighting with him. Or not she like f- not fighting him, but like they team yeah, yeah. up, teaming she up, fight heartless. Um. They end up on like the destroyed Destiny Island. Okay. They fight something there. Mickey loses his shirt. Ooh. Because at the end of Kingdom Hearts one. Hmm. Um. As they're fighting together, Mickey's like, Aqua, I can get you out of here. Have a way out. Mm-hmm. He's like, dope. As they're fighting, they see Riku running across the way, trying to get to the door to King. Okay. The one that Ansem Oh, that's when... Okay, is that like when the events of Kingdom Hearts 1, they're trying to close it from both yeah. sides? Okay. So, um, Aqua's like, Mickey, go help him. And Mickey's like, no, I can't leave you here. And she's like, don't worry about it, fam. I've got this. So Mickey goes to help Riku and Sora close the door. Then they all get set. Cool. Why didn't she go with them? They were getting attacked. She could like it was like an overwhelming thing. Oh, okay. Like where she like it it was take like. Mickey got so fucked up that his shirt armor got destroyed. Yes. Like, so it, it was it was a difficult end. I wonder if the whole reason why none of the other Kingdom Hearts games has them have, like, the armor suits because their clothes are just considered their armor suit. No. I bet, yeah, I, I'm assuming that. Then, yeah. Then it jumped forward to after drop distance. Riku and Mickey are tasked with getting Aqua out of the Realm of Darkness. Sora's tasked with uh, reclaiming the power he lost and some Dream Drop Distance. Mm-hmm. Uh, they 
Goofy tells Sora to thing they say. Uh, may your heart be the guide. Be, be your guide, yeah. Yeah. And uh, like, okay, let's go to Olympus. It's, it was the mantra then... of the Master of Masters. Yeah. And then they go the Riku. Uh, sorry, Sora's like, let's go to Olympus Coliseum. I'm assuming first world going to. I think that's where it's gonna start. Yep. I think it's gonna start like Ravers Town thing. That. I don't think so. We'll see. Find out. Maybe in 2018. If anything, it'll start at Yen Sid's place, and they'll go to. Yeah, I can see it starting like that. Like, um... I'm just. I can't wait to see how the the whole intro song thing. One of my favorite parts. <laughs> the the those intro like oh, absolutely. animation scenes. All right, Kyle. That's we finished recapping all of King. So since you didn't finish Birth, I did. Birth by Sleep was a fun fucking game. Yep. Uh, each character's did like you attacks. Percent that game. Hundred percent is a very. I finished. <laughs> I did not hundred. Okay. There's a. I spent. I haven't, I haven't finished Final Mix yet. Like as far as like Birth by Sleep PSP goes. No, I didn't. I didn't finish the sequel. The Vanita secret boss that you could go back and do. Okay. What about the uh, the will? Uh, no, the will's just in one uh, and two. Okay. And I can't be. Yeah, because it's super tough. I remember you saying like it starts off with like an unblockable attack almost. Well, it starts off with a blockable attack, but you literally have to block immediately. Yeah. And but that that he changes up, so if you die, it might not be the same attack. Gotcha. So. One of those, like, his his attacks can span almost. Damn. You basically have to keep doing it to get into. The uh oh. Oh, something happened downstairs. All right, uh, Kingdom Hearts is great. I love it. Yeah. Um. Stuff like subscribe and all that stuff. We're gonna go now. Yep. So uh we'll see you guys next week. Alright. Have a happy uh have a safe Valentine's Day. Uh thanks. Happy birthday. Anyway. Sign us off. Yeah. Stay delightful. Stay insane. Happy day. Peace. Love you.